Hi, welcome to Real Talk for Real People with Coach Rodney Young. Real Talk is sponsored by Roman Grace Apparel. Before you shop any place, make sure it's Roman Grace. Now, are you ready for Real Talk? Here's your host, Coach Rodney Young. What's going on, everybody? This is your friendly neighborhood coach. Listen, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has the tools to allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, listen, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started. Uh-oh, uh-oh, they have done it again. Hey, welcome in for your next installment of Real Talk for Real People. This is the coach, Road Dog Fitness owner, Juice Plus owner and distributor. I am the leader of the Real Talk for Real People podcast. But I'm an all-around nice guy. Hey, listen, this is the next installment, episode three, entitled Till Death Do Us Part. We're going to learn and get even more information today on how to have a better relationship and how to have a better marriage. So we're going to get right into this thing, but I want y'all to listen to a little bit of Al Green, Love and Happiness. Listen, if you haven't heard episode one and episode two, I want you to stop right here, right now, and I want you to go to Real Talk for Real People with Coach Young, and I want you to listen to episode one and episode two, because episode three is going to connect off of those two. It's going to make a whole lot of sense, plus it's going to bless your soul, and it'll bless your spirit, amen? All right, so once again, I am so glad that you guys have tuned in to Real Talk for Real People. And, you know, me being in the dungeon, me being in the lab, there's so many different things that, you know, God fed to me about this particular subject. And, you know, I want to take my time with it. That's why a lot of times I, I never, ever with uh, subject topics rush through it. I never want to do that. I want to give you guys the best content possible, but I want to be able to give it to you in a way that you're going to be able to apply it um, to your everyday life. So let me give you a review here. All right. So. There are five aspects of a good marriage that I've talked about. Well, I haven't talked about all five, but I'm getting this is number four. So we talked about expectation, communication, problem solving. Today, we're going to talk about love and understanding. And of course, you heard Al Green, love and happiness, because if you have love and understanding, you're going to have happiness. And then the final episode, we'll talk about godly submission in a marriage. Okay, and so I wanted to touch on those aspects. And and then once again, let me give you some more background on me. For those that don't know, I have been married to my queen, Treva, for 27 years. We have 
three wonderful children. Our oldest child is Brittany. Our uh, oldest son is Rodney Young Jr. And our youngest uh, son is Joshua. And listen, it has been an absolute honor and privilege of being their dad. It has been a privilege of being, you know, my queen's king. Um, but I want everybody to understand, I've said this in previous episodes, is that we weren't the Cosbys. We're not the Cosbys. And, and, and because of that, you know, I want people to understand is that anything worth having in life, you have to work for. And even in your relationship and even in your marriage, you know, and a lot of times, and I've, you know, said this in a previous episode, that's why you got to go back and listen to episode one and episode two, um, is because a lot of marriages fall apart because they lack a godly foundation. A lot of marriages and a lot of relationships become uh, uh, strained because there's not a, a biblical foundation um, in that in that relationship or in that marriage. Okay, and so for me, being married for 27 years, it's been some things that I've seen. It's been some things that I've learned. It's been you know because I've had a lot of uh, godly marriages around me and I've had a lot of uh, uh, marriages that were not based and, and, and had some turmoil and had some difficulty. So, you know, when people come around and they say, well, coach, how do you know? I mean, I've lived it, you know, I've experienced it. You know, my parents were married for 55 years. And the reason that this is entitled to death do us part is because my mother passed away with her arm around my father. And you know, a lot of times when you hear that the the wedding vows and you hear till death do us do you part, I don't think people truly understand what that means. I really don't think, you know, especially in this day and age, um, I don't think that uh couples understand what that means, you know. And and for me, when when I hear till death do us part, that means no matter what we're going through. No matter what's happening, whether we're uh, not on the same page or not, we're going to work through this thing, okay, till death, all right? That means no matter what the enemy, the adversary, your opponent tries to throw at you, okay, there are, there are ways that you're going to be able to connect and work through these things, okay? And so what we're going to talk about today is, is love and understanding, Okay, because in a in a relationship and in a marriage, you have to have love and understanding. All right. When you talk about and you're in the Bible, when you talk about the fruits of the spirit. The first thing that's said is love. Love. Okay. Agape love or agape, however you want to pronounce it. But that's the highest form of love that you can have. Okay. You have to understand that when you're in a relationship or when you're in a marriage and you love that person, that means that you will do whatever it takes to make your mate happy. You will do whatever it takes to make sure that your mate, that your your wife or your husband is happy. Now, there are steps and ways to get there, okay? And like I said, me and me and the queen didn't get it overnight. It took time. It took work. It took some some sweat. It took some tears. Okay? It took some heartache, all right? We went through our trials and tribulations. We 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 had hurdles and obstacles, okay? 
the first three years of our marriage was was difficult. I can say that, okay? But it was a learning process. And here's the thing. As a man, I had so many godly examples. I had so many examples. The problem was I didn't pay attention to them. Real talk. And so I got into this marriage with this beautiful woman. And I didn't really know what it was to be a husband. I definitely didn't know what it was to be a father, you know, after we had our daughter, Brittany. Okay. I was absolutely positively beyond a shadow of a doubt, clueless. And there was some, there was some trials and tribulations that took place because I wasn't, uh, where I was supposed to be in the right position as a man. Okay. And so I want to give you guys, you know, the background and the history you know, when it comes to Coach Young, because I don't want you to ever think that Coach Young didn't experience some things or that Coach Young hadn't been through some things because I have. OK, and that's why I know that the enemy, of course, the enemy's job is to steal, kill and destroy, you know, and one thing that he goes after is marriage. Because if, if marriages are destroyed and there is no there is no continuation, you know, what I'm saying in terms of you know, recreation, you know, children and those children getting married and your children's children's getting married. So if the enemy can attack your relationship and your marriage, his mindset is he can destroy generations upon generations. But we all know that the devil is a liar. We know he is sucky, a punk. He can't, he's, he won't win in anything that he tries to do because we serve a, a big God. We serve a heavenly father that's going to take care of us, that is going to guide us and lead us in the way that we should go. Okay. So I wanted to lay that foundation before I get into, you know, uh, love and understanding. And, you know, one of the things, you know, I want to give this quote to you by Coretta Scott King. She said, love is such a powerful force. It's there for everyone to embrace that kind of unconditional love for all of humankind. That is the kind of love that impels people to go into the community and try to change conditions for others to take risks for what they believe in. Okay. Now, out of all of that, love is such a powerful force. Okay. When you're dealing in marriage, you know, you have to, and of course, you know, I know some will say, well, you know, I, I, I know I, I love my husband or, or I love my wife. And, and a lot of times, um, you say it, but do you show it? Are you showing love? Or are you throwing love? Real talk. There's a difference in showing love and throwing love. Okay. And so for me, when it comes to, and I can only, you know, speak about me and my queen is that my queen knows beyond a shadow of a doubt that I love her next day socks. She knows that. Now, there's times that I have to show that. And listen, guys, I'm not talking about sex. You know, I said that in my previous episode, and the only reason I don't really touch on that is because that sometimes, especially in relationships and in marriages, 
they use sex as a weapon. And you cannot do that. That is that's not biblical. You can't use sex as a weapon. Oh, well, I'm mad at him. So, no, he ain't getting this tonight or I'm mad at her. And so I'm a, no, no, eh, 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 stop. OK, and that's the only time I'm really touch on that. So I'm not I'm not I'm not really touching on uh, the sexual aspect of it. OK, even though it is it is important in a marriage, uh, but it's not the most important. Let me say that again. You know, it's it's important to have intimacy, to, you know, to love each other, you know, in that, in that, in that form and fashion, but it's not, it is not the end all of all. Okay. Now, how can I say that now? Cause I've been married 27 years. Now, if you'd have asked me 27 years ago, before I met my queen, my answer might've been different. Real talk. I'm just being honest. Okay. First Peter four and eight says above all love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. You know, sometimes in marriage, you just got to love the hell out of somebody. Remember, it's till death do us part. So you have to be in that mode. And even when you don't feel like talking to her. Or she don't feel like talking to you. Or there's just the, the 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 devil is just being busy. My mama used to say that when her and my father would have a, a disagreement. And I would call. And I would say, hey, mom, what's going on? And when I say that, it was kind of a, you know, I, I see now it was more of a loaded question. So my mother would come back and say, oh, I'm all right, Rodney. But the devil being busy. Well, I didn't understand what that meant when she first started saying that to me. But then as I got older, um, I, w I understood that she was talking about my dad. So when I would call her and I would say, hey, mom, what's going on? Oh, I'm OK, baby. But the devil being busy. Now, I say, now, what daddy doing now? What is he doing? You know. Now, I say that to say that. <laughs> I knew, even to the day that she took her last breath, that she loved my father. And that she was in love with my father. Okay? There was no doubt. Now, of course, like I said, there was always disagreements. You're going to always have strong fellowship in your marriage. You're going to always have strong fellowship in a, in a good relationship. Okay? But you can love your way through it. So what I mean by loving the hell out of somebody is that, once again... Love covers over a multitude of sins. If somebody ain't walking right, if your wife is not walking right, if your husband is not walking right, you're not supposed to get angry at them. You're supposed to love them. You're supposed to love them through it unconditionally because the Lord loved you through your mess. Real talk. So you have to love your mate through their mess. You see, when we get into submission, that's, that's one thing we need to talk about is... When your mate is not moving correctly, what do you do? Because there are so many times that maybe me and the queen didn't see eye to eye. And a lot of times she could have easily just turned and walked away. Or I could have easily just turned and walked away. But she knows that love covers a multitude of sins. And what does she do? She always loves 
the hell out of me. Now, she didn't let me stomp and walk over her. You know, she knew that I was angry or she knew that something was going on. She gave me my space. But she always loved me through whatever it was that I was going through. Okay, let me give you this one. This one going to hit you right between the eyes. It's 1 John 4 and 8. It said, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. See, you have to, you have, to have an understanding that there are times that your mate may not be where they should be. And once you recognize that, you have to be able to love them through that. Okay. I heard a, um, a psychologist once say, he said, you know what? And I, and I dare you guys to test this out on your mate. Is I want you to walk up to him and I want you to just hug him. Don't let him go. Do it for about a minute. And I want you to watch and see that whatever they are dealing with, it automatically breaks. Because I've done it. I've, I've, I've done it to my queen. My queen has, has done it to me. And it's just a point of you just break. Why? Because love covers over a multitude. Love. If you want to get into, you know, what the Bible talks about when it says, when he talks about love, then just go to the book of Corinthians. That's the love chapter. Okay. Corinthians 13 and 13 says, and now these three remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Do you tell your mate you love him? How often do you do it? This is a question I want to ask. You know, and I need to get back into that practice. Sometimes your mate just needs to hear and have an affirmation that you love them. I know you, you know, men, you've had a hard day at work, you know, and, and it's, it's been rough and you come home and, you know, you just want to lay down or you just want to relax. But take five seconds when you walk through the door, look at your wife in the eye and tell her you love her. Conversely, wives, when your husband comes home, Make sure that he knows that you love him. Tell him. You know, even with my queen, you know, there are times I would just tell her, like, did I tell you I love you today? She'd be like, nope. Well, you know what? I love you. And we have a saying, you know, me and the queen, and it's something that, you know, she even had engraved in my ring is that I love you forever and a day. Forever and a day. That's how much I love my queen. 
So listen, I'm talking to those who are who have been married. And even if you've been married for a long time, you can't forget the love. You can't. You you cannot you cannot forget the love. I've seen people who've been married for over 50 years still tell each other that they love each other. Okay? Still have an understanding of when your mate is hurting. That the process of loving them through is being able to deal with their hurt. I've said this before. When my wife is hurting and she cries, it hurts me. It does. I'll cry with her. Because listen, man, I know the world will tell you that real men don't cry, but that's a lie. Because real men do cry. Because God loved us so much, he wept for us. So listen, just because you a man don't mean that you are less tough because you don't show emotion or that you don't cry. Come on. All right. So listen, I'm going to give you um, 18 ways to keep your love alive. All right. I ain't going to keep y'all long on this. All right. When I come back from this commercial break, I'm going to give you the 18 ways to keeping your love alive, keeping that fire going on. All right. I'll be back in a minute. Listen, are you tired of just wearing the same old clothes? Do you know that you're blessed and that you're redeemed by the Lord and you just want to shout it out loud or show people and be that walking billboard for Christ? Well, listen, I want you to go to RomanGrace.com. RomanGrace.com and go ahead and get your apparel and show the world how much you love God. Listen. There are clothes for men, women, kids, babies, accessories. Listen, before you shop any place, Coach Young is telling you to go to Roman Grace. That is RomanGrace.com. That again is RomanGrace.com. ways to keep your love alive y'all know i always have uh normally i have a top 10 but i found one this is uh this is on marriage.com uh shout out to marriage.com i want to give this to you guys um you know um but before quickly i do that I, there's something that i i would be remiss if i didn't say um 
you know, guys, when you are loving on your wife, you know, there are times where, you know, you have to understand what your your mate's love language is, you know, um, and, and ladies, you have to understand what your your husband's love language is or your your companion's love language is. OK. And the best way to learn that is there's a book that I was introduced many, many moons ago it was by Gary Chapman. It was called The Five Love Languages. OK. And uh, it took me a minute to really understand, you know, uh, my queen's love language and one of her love languages is acts of service. <laughs> and you say, well, wait a minute, acts of service. Yeah. If I do stuff around the house, like stuff that she doesn't expect, um, she loves that. You know, if I, you know, rearrange or clean up the entire house and there are days that I get like that. I mean, she absolutely loves that. You know, I tell I tell folks, if you know, when you are showing acts of service and my wife loves that so much, I can't do no wrong for maybe about 30 days. <laughs> She'll beg to differ. But, I, you know, um, and so, you know, mine's is. Um, I, I love affection. Uh, you know, I love hugs and kisses and, you know, jumping on my back and stuff like that. You know, playing around with me. I, I enjoy that because I'm a big kid at heart. But that's a way you show love to your mate, you know, is understand what their love language is. Understand that God has given them a love language, men and women. What are your love languages? Find out. Okay, some of us get into a relationship and some of us get into a marriage and we don't even understand what our love language is. We don't understand our love language and we definitely don't understand our mate's love language. Well, you got a foot in the grave and a shovel in your hand. Okay, real talk. So I wanted to share that with you, you know. Uh, understand and know what your what your your mate's love language is. All right. So here we go real quick. Uh, number one. Uh, how to keep, you know, loving your marriage. Stay curious about your mate, you know. Uh, stay in constant communication. There's that word again. Communication is very essential for understanding and loving on your mate and keeping keeping that love alive. You must stay curious, okay? You don't know everything about your husband. You don't know everything about your wife. That is the great part about loving each other is because you learn everything that's new. Listen, even if I've studied the Bible for years and, and when you get into the Bible and you go back and you read a scripture that you've read a year ago, this is how great God is. He gives you a different revelation of something that you've read before. Real talk. When you deal with your mate, it's something new you have to learn every time. All right. Number two. Be fully present. What that means is be there. Don't be that. Don't have what, what uh, <laughs> my dad used to have. I call it selective hearing. You know, mom would say something and, you know, he'd be focused on whatever it is that he was doing. And she would come in and be like, Robert, did you hear me? He'd be like, huh? What? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> be fully present. Okay. Be there. Don't be distracted. You know, in terms of when I, I've done peer mediation and conflict resolution is that when you look at a person in the eyes, they know you're contacted with them. They know that you understand where they're coming from and that you're paying attention. Um, number three, you know, do not forget 
men, chivalry isn't dead. Okay? Don't forget that. Don't forget your manners. Open the door for your wife. Okay? Pull the chair out. We get so caught up and we get so... <laughs> we look and we say, what you standing there for? Sit down. No. <laughs> no, Scott. <laughs> you have to, you know, don't, don't forget your manners. All right? And I'm talking to my men. All right? When you... you She's getting ready to get in the car. Open the door for her. Okay? You know, just chivalry is not dead. It's just that a lot of us don't know what chivalry is. Number four, pursue your personal interests and hobbies. Okay? You know, uh, shout out to my queen. She has RomanGrace.com. Um, it's not a hobby. This is something that she is passionate about and I will support her in her passion. Okay. Support your mate in their passion. If it's your husband and something that he has desired to do, support him. Don't look at him and say, well, why are you doing that? Oh, that's not going to work. No, it's not going to work because you've spoken death into him. Life and death lies in the power of the tongue. Be careful what you say to one another. Be careful what you say to one another. Pursue your personal interests and hobbies and support it. All right. Number five, have a date night. I've said that before. Have a date night. Continue to date your wife. Continue to date your husband. Continue to date. Okay. That brings so much love and, and so much energy into your marriage and into your relationship because you're still dating. Like I said, 27 years of marriage and I still date my wife. We will go out next Friday. We will go eat and have a wonderful time. We will talk about business ventures and things that we need to do, ministry, whatever it is, we will talk. I will ask her how her week is gone. She will ask me how my week is gone. We talk about the kids and how they've developed. Just date your mate. Okay. Number six, be understanding. Okay? Be understanding. There has to be a level of understanding for you, you know, in terms of your communication, in terms of you being together. There has to be a level of understanding. Okay? You may, you may not get it, but sometimes just sit back and listen. Sit back and listen. And if you want to ask questions behind it, ask questions. But be fair. Okay. Be fair. All right. That all goes back to communication. Number seven, respect each other's vulnerability. Everybody is vulnerable. Everybody has faults. Everybody has shortcomings and respect that. Okay. Respect it. All right. It says as your relationship grows, you're bound to know more about each other. If the line of communication, there's that word again, is open, each one of you have access to the partner's emotional nakedness. Ooh, ooh. There are things you share privately, your vulnerable feelings, thoughts, and experiences. These disclosures, confessions, and admissions are often shared when you've already very comfortable with each other. Okay? Respect each other's vulnerability. All right. So number eight, it says share the responsibilities. 
I could I could talk about that for another half hour and share each other's responsibilities. It should not be one person doing everything. And I get it, man. We come home, we we work, we do what we have to do, but we still have to share in the responsibilities of being the head, not the tail. We still have to share in the responsibilities of being above and not beneath. We still have to share in the responsibilities that we have things that we must do even when we're done working that, that job. We get to be a father. We get to be a husband. Okay? Share the responsibility. All right? Don't just say, hey, go to your mother. <laughs> or, hey, go, go to your father. No, share the responsibility. Okay? Number nine, respect each other. Okay? I'm getting through this. Respect each other. Respect one another. Respect one another's thoughts. Respect one another's feelings. Don't diminish them and don't demean them. Okay? Number 10, be resilient. Okay? It says there will be times in relationship where you will have disagreements, little spats and differences of opinion. Instead of allowing these minor conflicts to escalate, you should learn how to solve the problem. And how do you solve the problem? Through the word of God. Y'all thought I was going to get away from that? Never. The word of God. Okay. Number 11, be a team. I've always said this and I will always say this. This is team young here. We are all one from me to my wife, to my, my princess and to my young Kings, both of them. We are one. And I was taught that at an early age. I don't care if you have a disagreement or difficulty. My mother always said, you guys stick together. Shout out to my sister, Valencia Matthews, my sister, Rhonda. Young and my brother OG Triple OG Robert Young the third. Those are my siblings, and we have all been together. Okay, and we're all gonna be together till it's time. But be a team. Your marriage should be give and give, not give and take. It's not 50 50, it's 100 100. Real talk. Number 12, learn to prioritize. Learn to prioritize your time. Learn to prioritize your date nights. Learn to prioritize your time to communicate with your mate. Learn to prioritize. Don't let these little things distract you from your family. Don't let these little things distract you from your, your wife and wives. Don't let those little things distract you from your husband. Okay? 13. Give your spouse a surprise. Surprise them every once in a while. Come home with something. And don't come home with no candy, guys, and eat it all up on your own. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Number 14, laugh together. Man, laughter is good for the soul. Okay? Number 15, show affection. That's what I'm saying, love languages. Gary Chapman, it is an awesome, awesome book. The Five Love Languages. Okay? Number 16, reminisce. You know, I know a lot of times me and the queen, we talk about a lot of times when we when we were dating in the process of us dating and even, the, you know, the struggles that we've been through. We, we discuss it. We talk about it, you know, think about it, you know, and, and, and you appreciate where you've come from because you remember where you were at. All right. Number 17, do something together. That's that goes along with date night. 
you know, do something together. You know, she don't know this right now and I'm she'll probably hear this, but I really have an urge to begin an above ground garden. And so I've been researching it. And that's something that I feel like me and her can do. And that'll be our time is that we can garden. We can do we can do vegetable, a vegetable garden, you know, doing uh, various vegetables and herbs. Just something for us to do together that just belongs to me and her. OK. And finally, show your gratitude. Like I said, continue to tell your wife, wives, continue to tell your husbands how much you love them and appreciate them. I don't care what anyone else says. Everyone wants to be affirmed. Everyone. So affirm your wife. But wives, contrast to that, affirm your husbands. Yeah, we're tough. Yeah, we are the head. Yeah, there's a lot of responsibility that we have. But it don't hurt to tell us how much you care for us. Okay? It does not hurt. Alright? So, having said that, that is all that I have for you guys today. Alright? Understand, love covers a multitude of sins. Love will make the devil run away. Love is the ultimate sacrifice that you can make for your mate. And if you are not loving on your wife or wives, you are not loving on your husbands, I pray that the Father changes your heart. Because like I said, you have to love the hell out of your mate. And you have to do it until death do us part. Man, time flies when you're having fun. My time is up, guys. But I thank you for joining me for Real Talk for Real People. And I pray that the information that you received today be on soft soil, and I pray that your week be successful and prosperous in Jesus' name. Join me next week for another intriguing episode of Real Talk for Real People. And until then, remember, whenever you talk to someone, make sure to keep it real. I'll see you next week. What's going on, everybody? This is your friendly neighborhood coach. Listen. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has the tools to allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Listen, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started.